This episode of the Koch Brothers Mystery Show is brought to you by Iron Galaxy. Scream like a school kid with Capsule Force, an intergalactic retro anime multiplayer game available now on PS4 and Steam. CapsuleForce.com The American dream is under attack! In response to Donald Trump's imploding campaign, Paul Ryan told GOP lawmakers to do what's best for your district. In a related story, millions of residents of house districts were thrilled when they found out the old sawmill was coming back. Ben and Jerry's has come out in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, as evidenced by their newest flavor, Hands Up, Don't Fruit. In Sunday's debate, Hillary Clinton stuck to her mantra that when they go low, we go high, which she either got from Michelle Obama or her VHS copy of Clyde Drexler's Jump Shot Fundamentals. All this and more on the Koch Brothers glaring absence from the election special. It's the Koch Brothers glaring absence from the election special. It's the glaring absence from the election special with the Koch Brothers. Welcome to the Koch Brothers glaring absence from the election special. Weekly hot takes and cold realities from the writers of the Koch Brothers Mystery Show to help you prepare for our fiery national death on November 8th, or as Donald Trump called it, November 28th. We begin today in enemy territory, the White House. President Obama recently signed a bill requiring baby changing stations to be available in men's restrooms. Ain't nobody gonna be changing babies' genders in our bathrooms, said North Carolina, unprompted. The Mall of America recently announced that they would not be open on Thanksgiving Day, saying they wanted their employees to have the opportunity to hate their families just like the rest of us. Warren Buffett has released his taxes to silence accusations of tax evasion from Donald Trump. Jimmy Buffett has also released his taxes via confetti cannon onto a screaming crowd of parrot heads. Barack Obama announced that NASA would send humans to Mars by the 2030s. The statement concluded chillingly, whether they want to or not. Changing gears, let's talk about Oklahoma, where Governor Mary Phelan is really living up to her name. Over her tenure as governor, besides changing the state bird to Oxycontin, she's presided over a 5,000% increase in earthquakes in the state. Why? Because of fracking, also known as fisting the earth with a sandpaper glove. How bad has it gotten? In 2004, there were only a handful of earthquakes above a 3.5. Last year, Oklahoma experienced over 900. And what does Mary Phelan do in response to this literal earth-shattering news? Has she welcomed solar and wind power into her prairie wasteland of a state? Has she halted fracking operations and injection wells? <laughs> no. Instead, she's prevented counties within Oklahoma from banning fracking and recently issued an executive proclamation designating October 13th as a statewide day of prayer for the oil industry. And it's not just this week. They've had one of these petrol lube circle jerks once a year for the past four years. Guess what, Mary? Your prayers aren't working unless you're praying for fucking earthquakes. Let's stop pretending that oil companies need our prayers. American oil companies still make billions of dollars a year, and they pay even fewer taxes than the tangerine grope lord himself. The only reason an oil company needs prayers is to counteract all the curses they got from constantly fucking with Indian burial grounds. But oil companies aren't the only people digging where they weren't supposed to. We dug into Governor Phelan's long list of state proclamations and found that before she proclaimed October 13th, Oilgasm 2016, 
Governor Phelan proclaimed October 13th the official observation day of Domestic Abuse Awareness Month. Hey there, Mary. Maybe it's not the best message to let a domestic abuse awareness breakfast get forcibly pushed aside by a bigger, more powerful breakfast. But hey, here at the Koch Brothers Mystery Show, we're open-minded to close-mindedness. So please join us in a prayer for Oklahoma's oil industry. Dear Lord, bless Oklahoma's oil and gas, and bless the dinosaurs they got that oil and gas from after they all died surely no more than 5,000 years ago. Bless their gas stations and their gas station bathrooms, those blessed locales where the majority of Oklahomans were conceived. Bless their oil's market value and make it high enough that they can profit off it while simultaneously blaming our Kenyan president for the price of gas. And God, if you're not too busy letting wars happen or passively watching a miscarriage, could you please bless their fracking procedures too? Maybe you could send Oklahoma some kind of sign. Maybe a large-scale Old Testament event that tells everyone that what they're doing is definitely right and okay and not at all dooming everyone in Oklahoma to die in a pile of rubble. Oh, and P.S. God, if you could give a quick shout-out to the victims of domestic abuse, that would be hunky-dory. But again, let's really put the emphasis on oil and gas right now. In BP's name we pray. Amen. We'll leave the rest of the show for the betas and cooks. If your ancestor colonizes and your hog pollinizes, get your Anglo-Saxon uncut dick out for the Alt-Right Update. It's time for another Alt-Right Update edition of Alphas and Cucks with me, Bart Bright, where we cast aside the data and the facts of the liberal media to tell you who really blitzkrieged that debate like an ubermensch and who walked out a cuck, a subservient pussy grabbed hold of by crooked Hillary Clinton. Let's start by announcing the alphas. Number one alpha, future president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. The Don was out in full force, lurking erect behind crooked Hillary the entire debate like a sepia stalwart of the American people. Whether it was dodging allegations of sexual assault by talking about ISIS instead or telling Muslims they would be persecuted less if they just reported each other to the government, Donald Trump proved he had the necessary policies to make him a successful president. Policies like Bill Clinton's infidelity, sneak attack ISIS, and helping the African Americans who are great, and the Latinos, the Hispanics. No one respects women more, and no one is more the future president than Donald J. Trump. Next alpha, the microphones. Last time, I called Donald's microphone a cook. But the microphones made the most impressive turnaround of the debate. I heard everything. Donald's big league lungs and nose inhaling air every three seconds. Shillery wetting her dry lizard mouth before she spewed lies. Big shout out to the Shure KSM9 microphones for rising above the influence of libtards to provide a fair and balanced microphone. Our final alpha, or should I say alphas, the shadow audience. Time and time again, the shadow audience shoved their hogs in the face of Anderson Cooper and Martha Raddatz by cheering loudly and ignoring the moderator's request like it was a privilege to watch the most anticipated presidential debate of the century unfold live before their eyes. The best moment came when the dawn threatened to jail Shilda Beast to thunderous cheers. 
and cheers just like when she'll actually be thrown in the slammer after building our border wall with the bones of ISIS, paid for by North America's flaccid dangler, Mexico. Oh, speaking of flaccid danglers, it's time for the cooks. First up, Anderson Cooper and Martha Raditz. The Donald made mincemeat of these two cucks as he avoided their questions like they were income taxes. Cooper and Raditz limited the Don to just one more minute of total speech than Shillery, which is totally unfair considering everyone knows it takes longer for sound to travel from a tall person than it does a short person. For attempted libtard sabotage, Anderson and Martha get the titles of Cuckle D and Cuckle Dumb. And if you thought a two-for-one cuck deal was great, unzip your cargo shorts for this next all-you-can-cuck buffet, the undecided audience. Whether it was Ken Bone, the Muslim woman, or that feel-good four-eyes Carl Becker, every single stupid audience member asked a question that wasn't, how soon will Donald J. Trump be president of the United States? For caring too much about policy and not enough about which president has a throbbing beige mushroom in between their legs, Cuck Bone, Muslim Cuck, and Cuck Cucker all get first row seats at the Golden Cuck Row. Finally, the biggest cuck of the evening, the demon inside of Hillary Clinton. That's right, who you've seen in the past two debates was not the real Hillary Clinton. I have a pretty good source over at InfoWars who are sure that Shieldabeast is possessed by a lesser demon from the 8th dimension. How else does she appear to be so healthy after passing out on 9-11? Pneumonia is a fatal disease, sheeple. Look it up. Also, rewatch the debate, the Fox News version. You can clearly see a fly land on her chest. Flies land on decomposing bodies. She's the Lord of the Flies, a.k.a. a demon. You might call her Beelzebub, but I call her Cuckle Cuck. So yeah, that's a lot of hot truths dropped on this edition of Alphas and Cucks. Grab your Bibles and your rosaries and your holy water because it's an all-out interdimensional war that's about to break out there, people. And are you going to be on the side of the ultimate alpha male, Donald J. Trump, or are you going to be dragged to hell with the rest of the cucks like Gandhi, Manute Bull, and Albert Einstein? I said it last week and I'll say it again. It's going to be a cuckmageddon come November. We now turn our attention to the votes that are more vote than your vote, the swing states. This week, Florida, where recently a man wearing a t-shirt that said, fuck speeding tickets, was arrested for doing burnouts in his truck around reporters in the middle of Hurricane Matthew. Said one onlooker, damn, one meth-addled face-eating away from a Florida bingo. But underneath its facade as a humid carnival sideshow slash Applebee's, Florida's the epicenter of the national surge in the Latino population. How are Republicans coping? Let's listen in on a recent Republican strategist meeting. There's a storm coming. It's building somewhere in the Caribbean. Don't ask me where. I'm a congressman, not a geographist. Point is, this thing is about to make landfall and the losses could be staggering. Tampa, Daytona Beach, hell, even Jacksonville. Completely underwater. And then there's the negative effects. Massive destruction as the storm spreads to the rest of the country. A storm of Latinos. Gasp! Gentlemen of the GOP, token women and minorities, in the past five years, Florida's Latino population has grown by 18%. Latinos are projected to be the majority nationwide by 2060. We need to act now. Otherwise, political climate change could bring about a devastating worldwide nice age. A nice age? That's right. A world where the GOP is extinct. Where lawmakers compromise 
News is facts, not fear. And there's a basic safety net so that people aren't bankrupted by routine medical procedures. Oh! I know. It makes me want to puke in my lap just thinking about it. What do you suggest we do? Take a look at this map of Florida. Everyone below this line will need to be evacuated to safer districts, deeper south and as far away from the Latinos as possible. Everyone above this line is already dead. But Pennsylvania Senator Pat Toomey- Nuts to Pat Toomey. We'll have our hands full making sure Marco Rubio has a job come November. And he's the most Latino immune guy we've got. White gentlemen, token others. There's another option. Who are you? My name is Daniel Garza. I'm the executive director of the Libre Initiative. And I think I may have found a way to neutralize this storm. Latino outreach. Latino outreach? Like those Latinos out reaching over the border for my jobs? No, Latino outreach. Events and programs designed to bring Republican ideals to Hispanic communities. Wait, Latino or Hispanic? Do you know or care about the difference? Touche. But your group, this Libre Initiative, it must be expensive. Who are your donors? Great question. We have over 1,500 donors, including individual citizens, small businesses. It's the Koch brothers, isn't it? It's the Koch brothers. Nice. Yeah. $15.8 million since 2011, nice. Wait a minute. This isn't one of those things where the Republican Party adapts to changing demographics and finally accepts that we need immigration reform, is it? Oh, oh God, no. This is more like... Handing out free turkeys before Thanksgiving and shit. Oh, thank God. Trust me, the Libre Initiative is as libertarian as Coke Pawns get. We've actively fought against green energy, the minimum wage, business regulations, unemployment benefits, unions, school breakfast programs, the public school system in general, and the Affordable Care Act. Or as Libre calls it, Obamacare. Wait, a lot of those programs benefit Latinos. Yep. Like, Latinos make up a disproportionate percentage of the uninsured population and therefore benefited the most from the Affordable Care Act. You bet. And you're planning to appeal to Latinos by opposing those programs. Exactly. But how? We're really banking on these free turkeys. Okay. That and millions of dollars in ad buys. But you're a 501c4 nonpartisan organization. How can you do attack ads? Oh, these aren't attack ads. They're nonpartisan commercials encouraging voters to examine the issues. And if our ad happens to feature out-of-context quotes, cherry-picked voting records, or unflattering photos of our political opponent, well, que sera sera. Ay, caramba. Ole. Donde esta la biblioteca? En fuego. Bueno. And the best part is, everyone thinks we're just a helpful community outreach group. How? These ads are pretty overt. True. But we also offer free school supplies to children, free health clinics, and free English classes. All with the signature undertones of our libertarian politics. <laughs> In 2014, we gave Easter baskets to children that contained bilingual pamphlets on the national debt. I don't know. I just don't see how you can be a Latino outreach group and not support immigration reform. Oh, we do. Very publicly. All right. Come on now. You just told us. Here's the beauty of it. We state publicly that we support immigration reform. But whenever a politician runs who also supports it, we throw tons of attack ads against them for some other issue. Then their opponent, who supports a wall made of tasers or something, wins the election. It's like those of us at the Libre Initiative always say, Mi casa es Uncle Tom's casa. Wow, holy shit. I'm sold. Strap on your waiters, Garza. You're going in. That's it for this week's Koch Brothers glaring absence from the election special. Tune in next time for brand new stories and hot new swing states. The Koch Brothers Mystery Show is created by Gary Pascal and Brad Einstein, with writers Shannon Knoll, Tom Fell, Sean Sullivan, Libby Schreiner, Charles Pettit, and edited by Chris Yearwood. 
Have a story you want to hear us cover? Hit us up on Twitter at Coke Bros Mystery and let us know. And as always, rate us five stars on iTunes, leave a review, and cyberbully us on Kick. Coke Brothers away!